worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. I'm Megan. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, friends. It's Cherish. It's just uh, letting you know that this episode starts kind of abruptly, uh, mid-sentence. But it flows so well after there that I just, I can't cut it out and make it work. So just don't worry about it. Okay? Thanks. I love you. Bye. But sometimes even a restraining order won't stop him. You that's know? What, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he already has one for somebody else. You would think he... He's not bugging that person, though, is he? He's bugging somebody else. No, but I'm sure if you were a logical thinking person and you knew that you already have one restraining order against you, you wouldn't... Maybe you would try to alter your behavior if, you were, if you're, like, a rational-minded person. Like, yeah, maybe you made a mistake mm -hmm. in the past and you, like, went and, you know... We're hiding far. behind a bush looking in your girlfriend. Like, I've been right. with a friend that was stalking her boyfriend and did that in the apartment <gasps> complex. Yes. Yeah, so, so embarrassing. Really? Anyway, yes. <laughs> she just, like, pulled. She just, like, veered to the left. And uh -huh. I was. we were supposed to be going downtown to go out. And all of a sudden, she just, like, does this, like, crazy, like, sudden left-hand turn. And I was like, what, like where are we going? <laughs> yeah. Um, this girl is crazy. I'm not still friends with this person, um, for many a reason, but this is also one of them. But I was like, where are we going? Like, I thought we were going to like, I don't know, like Hotel Congress or wherever that we were trying to get to. And she's like, I just have to do something. Like, I just have to do something really quick. And I was like, okay. So then she turns <sighs> down, goes in this apartment complex. And then she like stops and gets out of her car and goes over to, there's a bush in front of this window. And she was like peering in. And I was like, what are you, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, and she's like, I just, I just need to see, I just need to see what's happening. It was like her, her recent breakup of a boyfriend. Oh, and he, he was like already dating somebody else. And she was just like, knew that that was going on, I guess, mm. and needed to go spy on that. But I was not mm. pleased to be a part of this situation because I don't, go spying on people peering in people's windows like that because you have a life yeah so anyway but um but yeah just I, there's just people sometimes like i don't hopefully she's not still doing that kind of behavior uh i remember also she really wanted me to go out with her one night that i had savannah was at home and savannah was very small yeah and i was like well i can't you know like um i have savannah and then she's like um She's like, well, won't your mom watch her? And I was like, well, sometimes she will. I was like, but, you know, she usually needs to be, like, sleeping, hey. you know. It was still early. And she's like, well, can't you just give her, like, a, like a sleeping pill? She's like, why do we give, like, my small, like, um, I forget how old Savannah was. I feel like she was really small. Like, she was, like, like a two- or three-year-old baby or something. Yeah. And she was, like, wanting me to give her a sleeping pill so that we could go out. And I was like what kind of mother I can't I fear for like if you become a mother anyway so that was kind of the end of our friendship because I was yeah. just like she would not let it go she was like really trying to drug that me. baby yeah I was oh like God. she's like so if just give her half like just give her half I was like no like I'm not giving her anything that's gonna cause her to fall asleep holy so we shit can go to the bar like, you want to come babysit anyway yeah she was just cray but um she was a stalker, and at, the, at least at the time. But if you are just forevermore 
that kind of person and you keep repeating the same behavior and other relationships and you're already 34 years old, like I don't see a lot of hope for this individual, Mm -hmm. you know, in the immediate future. And I don't know. I just kind of want to like – it's not even like I feel like I like I'm, I'm gonna go have a word with this young man. I just kind of want to scope it out. Like if he shows up, like yeah. I kind of want to have a better feel for what's going on and like what part or role I need to play in this situation. Because I don't feel like they're safe there. You know, I don't know. I just already worry about them at that apartment anyway or that condo just because of the layout and how the back porch just adjoins to a road that is easily both like to and from accessible to the highway, like the freeway. What? Yeah, it's just like, and that the back of the condo has like a sliding glass door. They need to have a dowel in their sliding glass door. They do. They do? Okay. I think they do. But I feel like there's ways that people can like, like, like shimmy that kind of, I don't know. I just don't trust the idea of having like, I don't like, I just don't like the where that place is located. Like it's next to a sketchy park. Like it's like, you know, it's, it's like an up and coming neighborhood, but it's still like very sketchy. Like a lot Mm. of like people that seem like they could be on like things like methamphetamine or whatever. Oh my God. I'm going to have a heart attack every single fucking day when my kids move out. It's the worst. I think it's actually really the worst because you don't have any, like, you're, I don't you're know. Helpless. I mean, it gets easier to just sort of block it out. But when Savannah first moved out, I just, like, I could not go to sleep at night. Yeah. I was constantly obsessing. Like, if she told me she was driving somewhere, like, I was super freaked out. Like, she was going to get in an accident. And yeah. it was just, like, everything. I was just, like, so constantly panicked, having, like, anxiety attacks all the time. Like, weird, like, crying, breakdown, like... I don't know, I guess, I guess the empty nest syndrome, but like way, like yeah. really like, um, I don't know. It was just not a fun, but as she's getting older and I'm getting older, it's like sometimes easier to like shut that constant paranoia off, except for I'm just naturally in a paranoid person, but, um, it doesn't, it seems like I'm always freaked out about something that's going on in her life. Yeah. <laughs> like what is going and, like, she's not even living, like, a risky life. No, not at all. You know? And she's a very – she's got a great head on her shoulders. She's a very responsible Yeah, but I'm so I'm lady. always so freaked out that someone's going to, like, harm her. I like, know. That's my biggest fear in this world. I That's every parent's biggest fear in this world. <laughs> yeah. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, here, of course, we feel super safe because of – the yeah. lo- not only the location, but like Patrick knows how to kill people with his bare hands if he has to, you right. know? Yeah. And well, and people like seem to look out for each other here too. Oh, for sure. And Absolutely. Spread out enough that you could see some creepy person like wandering through somebody's mm-hmm. yard. And someone will tell you. Yeah. But, um, you know, out in the real world where I'm sure my children are going to move when they're of uh. age. It's not safe. Yeah. Ugh. But, yeah, um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But, whew. Did you? Mom life. I know. Did you watch, speaking of mom life, did you watch that or listen to that Dateline um, about the shooting in the, um, 
mall in Kenya. Yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Those moms that yes. were, like, trying to hide their mm-hmm. children. So it was, like, it was a mall in Kenya. These moms are just there having, like, a normal shopping day, and then suddenly there's an explosion and then tons of gunfire. They can't tell where it's coming from because it's echoing all throughout the mall. And they're all hiding in just flimsy, terrible hiding places with their children. One of them had three little kids with her. The one, like, that two-year-old? It had to be so hard to, like... Oh, my God. One of them... Yes. One one of the moms had a two-year-old and, like, a four-year-old or something. Yeah. And one of them had a one-year-old, a two-year-old, and a four-year-old. Oh, God. And they were trying to keep them quiet because the it was ter- it was a terror attack. Yeah. So they were just walking around finding every person they found. They just shot them. Ugh. Yeah, oh that was God. very it was stressful. So str- I know. It was I had really to listen. Stressful. I had to listen to the whole thing because yeah. I had to know that all of those people and their mm-hmm. kids were okay. Right. Sixty-eight people died, but those people that they talk about in that episode yeah spoiler get out safe thank god yeah holy shit though that whole that episode is intense yeah (sighs) i think i was i was listening to it while i was at work and i was just like it was actually i think helping me like stress clean because i was just like like getting so stressed out about what was going to happen i know um God, we were well. Patrick was driving, luckily, and I was just listening. But I was just like the whole time. I was just like, oh, oh yeah. my god, oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, so fucking scary. Right. Ugh. That one, the one mom, and they both seem like moms, like great moms. I need to look. Excuse up me, what but it's the called. one, the one mom that had like the two-year-old that she was. Um, like convincing him that uh, I think like all the broken rubble glass and stuff, and stuff was with bugs. bugs, yeah, <sighs> and like doing all these different things that she just thought might. But she just seemed like such a soothing mom. Mm-hmm. Like if you were a kid in that situation, that you would be glad to have that mom like comforting you because she all just seems moms so, well. All the moms, yeah, yes, so all the awesome. moms. But but I, I think it was something about her voice was just like so. Like calming that yeah. that mom voice, oh, yeah. but I know they all they all had the the mom the mom situation going on. They all sound calming or capable of being calm, but that one lady in particular, she just mm-hmm. like really like this smooth Relaxing. calming yeah. voice. Uh, the Dateline podcast episode is called "Hostage: The Survivors of the 2013 Westgate Mall Attack in Nairobi, Kenya." Share their stories, and oh my god. Go, yeah. Listen to it and have a heart attack, especially if you're <sighs> a parent. That's the thing. Like, I just I have a hard time listening to things like that mm-hmm. because I put myself right in their place, mm-hmm. and I just imagine holding my children, hearing gunfire, and thinking. Oh my God, I have to keep these children quiet or we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Or like, I have to keep these children safe. How just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> that whole thing was just, um, but yeah. Chance. Oh, yeah. My brain is like drifted off to some la la land. That's fine. We can land stop for the night la-la. and we can watch some, um, do you want to try to watch Naked and Afraid and yes. In Love with Me yes. or whatever? Yes. Naked and Afraid of Love. Mm-hmm. 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 
So we're both big fans of the show Naked and Afraid. I are you still? I still am. I just went through a binge. Like yeah. it was like one of the things that I binge showed on for a long while. It seems to be one of those things that are a, a show that I can watch when I'm like kind of feeling a little shitty, but not like totally shitty. Like maybe I'm just like having like PMS or something. And I just kind of want to watch something that's not going to, like, make me, like, e- like overly emotional. Yeah. Like, sometimes I get emotional, like, when they, like, if somebody does, like, some, you know. But even then, it's still kind of cheesy to me. <laughs> uh, what it's, I it's, love. Like, a reality show. Yeah. But there's, like, some people that I'm just, like, I don't know. It's just one of those shows that I feel like you can just, like, veg out on if yeah. you're not feeling, like, great. What I love about Naked and Afraid is I think the same reason why people would listen to this is like if you are having a shitty day or you do feel like shit you can watch it and be like oh well at least i'm not naked and starving and dying of thirst in the middle of the desert in africa right now well true but they do put themselves in that position (laughs) because there's probably is somebody naked and afraid in africa um, that's not <laughs> putting themselves on the television show oh, to be there, which yeah. is way, way more. That's why I feel like I get so frustrated with the characters sometimes, oh. especially if they go and drop them off somewhere and within like maybe 10, 15 minutes and they're, and they talk themselves up in the pre, mm-hmm. like the pre, um, record, like when they apply, I guess they have to do the, like submission, submittal, um, video and they're like, yeah, like I've been, you know. Yeah. But yeah, survivalist. I could do it all. Like yeah. you know, like I can, um, I could kill a bear. You know, with my bare hands or whatever. Just like so, trying to be like badass. And then they're the ones that like they get there, and it's like ten minutes, and they're like, oh no, it's, oh no, there's mosquitoes biting me. It's wet here. Yeah, I can't start a fire. Yes. I'm out. Yeah. And then the ones that, like, just use that they're out as, like, a threat but don't actually follow through but just keep, you, you know, I'm just going to I'm just gonna leave. Right. I'm just going to go home. It's like, okay, don't let the leaf hit you in the ass uh-huh. on your way out or whatever. Like, um, I like watching when people help each other through things. Yeah. Like, I love it when, when they have a really good pairing mm-hmm. every once in a while. Right. And, like... One of them will get so frustrated and so down and so upset and so exhausted and be ready to quit and go home. And one of them will, will be like the super positive, like mm-hmm. outlook one that will bring the other one up and be like, just stick with it. Yeah. We can do it. And then they do it together and it's super cute. Right. I love that. Yeah. There was like. It's like us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is this, um, there is this like one pairing. I don't know if you'd seen that pair, but it was like they became like really close friends and like still remain friends. And I think um, at the time of the recording, like she was in a relationship with or maybe married to a woman. And I don't know what his situation, I think he had a girlfriend or something, but they got like really close. And I guess both their partners were like totally fine with it. But it was yeah. like, cause you know, there's like those moments where they're like naked and having to keep each other warm. Yeah. But they became like kind of like brother, sister type, like pals or whatever. Yeah. But they got like really like up close. Like it was like, can you, you know, I don't, I forget what was happening, but. I do remember that one. Yeah. Like they yeah. were. I, but I think they were, pro- they probably felt more free to be 
more close and use their body heat and stuff like that because mm-hmm. there wasn't any sexual tension because right. she was a lesbian and he, you know. Yeah, he, he also, was respecting his relationship yeah. with, the, the like, his, his I think, girlfriend. I don't, I don't think she was, I don't think they were married. Oh, he was. He was, like, had a girlfriend. And oh, then, so he wouldn't. Right. Would yeah, he, or something like that. He wouldn't cuddle with her and stuff, he, right? I think he did cuddle. He did cuddle with her. They did cuddle. I'm thinking of a different one. Oh, I don't know. They were kind of like a no. I feel like they were like a known couple because something bad happened to her, and I forget what it was. But it was like she cut her finger really bad with a machete or something like that. I'm not certain that that was what it was, but she basically like tried to stay because she didn't want to go or like give up. But then um, they basically ended up to be being like, um, "Sorry," like because I think she started getting like sick from like the infection, and they're like, oh, um, "Yeah," basically made her leave. But um, but. The her and the guy, because I watched, I guess, a follow up or something, and they were still like keeping in touch and uh-huh. like getting their like I I don't know what if the circumstances were still the same in their other relationships, but they had all gotten together and were like hanging out like future times like they still. Oh, keep what in does touch. that have to do with their relationships? Nothing, but I mean, they, like they were still just like keeping like maintaining like a friendship out yeah. of the Naked and Afraid show, like and. But, you know, yeah. their partners were comfortable with it, too. Like, they weren't, like, well, you were there, Well, most normal like, people are comfortable yeah. with things like that. Right, but... If Patrick <laughs> went on that show, I'd be perfectly fine uh-huh. with someone seeing him naked right. or him having to use someone's body heat for yeah. that. Like, that doesn't... That wouldn't concern me <laughs> No, but I think at a, all. Lot of, a lot of people would probably, like, ha- want to have, like, a pre conversation to like a trip like that and be like you know i don't know like people um that have been like uh insecure at various points when they're like okay so like i know you're gonna get naked with this person and you guys might need to use each other for body heat like just you know if something happens and you pop like a morning wood or boner you know like just tell me about it instead of like being weird. No, they and down have the their little they have their little satchel pouch thing that they can put like between their legs. Oh, between the boner and yeah, the butt, that's what I would think. The back butt. That's what I would think. <laughs> that would be the respectful way to sleep. Well, that's yeah. I mean, you would hope, but like, does is everybody in this world always respectful? I don't know. I think you always assume the worst <laughs> of people, and I always assume the best. Okay. I'm just like, now everybody's just already suspect, like, before yeah. they've even done anything. Yeah, it's, it's probably true. true. It is true. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I, I used to be like you. Well, I used to see the world like a negative fucking nancy well it's not even like i'm trying to see it as a negative nancy i'm just trying to be realistic that there are so many douchebags out there male and female yeah that would take or seize an opportunity to put like their where, boner in a naked yeah. person so okay so what are the odds one that your partner that you get put with on naked and afraid uh-huh. is your one sexually attracted to uh-huh. and then like you know, just, I mean, they talk. They have to interact with each other a right. lot. So just being that attracted to them. Then that they are single uh-huh. or that they would want your boner anywhere near them. Yeah. You know, and- the odds of all those things I don't think are very good. Hmm. 
that the one person that you get stuck out there with happens to also be attracted to you? Well, no, I don't think that that probably happens like often, but I think that if you're really in a survival situation and you're, you are naked and afraid and you are really getting to know somebody like on an intimate level and maybe your at home relationship isn't that great or something. Yeah. And then you're like, that's you the know, difference. Then you're laying there and it's like, Maybe you're drunk on some like um, poisonous berry that you shouldn't have eaten or something and you're laying there and then like a boner (laughs) comes along and you're like, hey, this boner is actually seems like a good idea right now. And then you just. I mean, that's (laughs) to each their own. But some guy with a boner could also have the same sentiment. He could just be like, man, this girl's really cool compared to like, you know, my 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 girlfriend at home or right. whatever that's that's I'm all gonna, that's I'm what makes all the difference is how good your relationship is we were just talking about this on the way home in the car yeah what i said was if you truly had cheated on every single person you've ever dated before me mm-hmm. that makes no difference to me whatsoever mm-hmm. at all yeah. That does not change our relationship mm-hmm. one little bit. I don't yeah. care if it if it was a pattern all throughout his life that he never, ever broke mm-hmm. because he broke it now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, I really... He could have been the shittiest, sluttiest, cheatinest <laughs> piece of garbage in yeah. the whole world. He's not... He's not now... He's not with me. Mm-hmm. I'm complete, 100, 100% like confidence in our relationship. Yeah. There's nothing that could make me uncomfortable about it. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I don't know that that is, that's always the case though. No. No. And I've been cheated on before. Yeah. And I've been... But honestly, like, I... Well, I don't mean that, but I just mean, like, relationships where people don't have that 100% confidence or whatever mm-hmm. in their relationship. Because, like, um, it's definitely taken me a long time to get there with my current boyfriend, Kenny, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where I didn't feel, like, distrusting, but that's just, like, such a natural, like, like you were saying. It's, like, seeing, like, the worst in people. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I kind of, like, automatically assume, I guess, maybe the worst in someone. And then it's, like, if they surprise me, then I'm, like, whoa. Cool. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Hey, this worked out well. I know. You know? Um, so I guess I, I do. I know I do that. Like, I know I kind of just, like, um, and maybe that's probably not good in t- terms of, like, the universe. It's probably, like. No, it's not. Um, but we can get into that in a different day. But like, it's taken me a long time to feel like, um, like totally trusting in my relationship. And it's not even because like, uh, Kenny's ever done anything that would Mm -mm. really, you know, cause me to have like distrust in him. It's just such a natural PTSD. Yeah. But we, like, we've gotten to a point where we talk about it a lot Uh and like, now you like kind of like laugh about it. Yeah. And like joke around about it. And so it's like made it a lot easier and just like um, reminding each other, I guess, like I think he now probably realizes that I need like more like reassurance or affirmations Uh of, you know, like just, I don't know, I like to communicate like a lot and like where things are at and all of that. And I don't think he was maybe used to that before. Mm -hmm. And so like, I mean, 
at different times, like, you know, he's brought up that he appreciates that we can, you know, communicate through something and like, and it's getting easier and like better and like softer and not so like this defensive, you know, yeah. like trying to attack the other person because you think that they're going to say something really shitty to you. So you have to like, yeah, like we both have relationship PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been interesting to like navigate through, but, um, I'm glad that it's happening. Um, and with somebody like him, because yeah. like with everything that like has been going on, especially in the past few weeks, He's just really like been um, like really amazing and to the point where it's like, you know, other people, uh, you know, recognize that and and bring it up to me. Mm -hmm. So that feels, you know, good that like, you know, he he got recognized at my I think I told you maybe, but um, he was recognized at my work for, you know, like helping like donating you know some time and like bringing food and so this situation that was kind of um tragic we haven't talked about tragedy yeah tragedy that happened that happened fairly recently and so he really like uh was it was just sweet it really was like you know it's like it's thoughtful yeah very thoughtful like very generous and without any kind of like hesitation like immediate you know because unfortunately Mm -hmm. you know he's lost someone mm-hmm. close to him and i right. think that people that have lost someone close to them they know immediately how awful it is mm-hmm. yeah so um and that there's nothing that you can really say to make it better and right. that you just kind of have to show some support yeah and, yeah but i did think it was really cool that like um or the that my my place of employment like recognized and like gave him um like a recognition and he got a little prize i love that too <laughs> yeah That's so sweet yeah. yeah and they're like you know we know he doesn't work here but you know special thanks to you know kenny for this you know bringing food and being support and all this stuff and like um so i was just kind of like i felt proud i was like yeah that's my that's my boyfriend like, yeah don't look at him. <laughs> but like, um, that's automatic. See, you have to get to the point where yeah. you're like, that's my boyfriend. You can look at him if you want to. He's still yeah, coming I don't home know. with me. I don't know if you I'll know? ever be that way. My mom, my mom said that when I was like little and she used to be pushing me around in the grocery store that I would like grab onto her if any kid, like any other kid looked at her uh-huh. and I'd be like, my mommy, my mommy, no, look, or like, look away. I think I would say, look away. And I was like, so like crazy, insanely jealous of like any oh, no. kid. Yeah. Like looked at my mom. That's not or, cute. I know it wasn't cute. I've had to work on it my whole life. Oh no. But my, <laughs> I've had to work on it my whole life, but it is getting easier in my current relationship to not, um, to be more trusting and it does make the world seem to go around in a better mm-hmm. way <laughs> when you're trusting. It does. You trust your partner. You, you wanna, you wanna know something really funny? What? Like Patrick apparently still has like a dating profile out somewhere on some app somewhere in the world. On uh, we don't know which one. Only? We don't know. Like we've been, we've been told that there is, that there is one. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I'm right there with him, of course, which we're yeah. together all the time. Right. Uh, he was like, what, where do I have, 
dating app am I on? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I, I mean, you know, I was like, I think I was like, I deleted, I was like, did you delete your accounts? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, I deleted the app. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, did you like, before you deleted the app, did you go into like your account and delete it? And he's like, I think, I think I did. I mean, I think I did, but he was on like a couple of different yeah, ones. Yeah. So who knows? Anyway, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. At all. That's so lame. Whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I don't, but I don't, that doesn't, I don't care that he's on a dating app. He's not, he's not active on it. Yeah. He, he's not. But why do people feel the need to like, just, I don't know. Yeah. Especially not for good intentions. Like Because if, their, if their relationship was bad. Right. With that person, then they assume that person is bad. Right. That is a bad person. My relationship with my with husband number two was terrible. And a lot of it was that stuff that we were talking about earlier, the Mm -hmm. stalking, the following, the jealousy, the insane, like, um, the threats and Mm -hmm. the, um, the just going through my phone, going through my, uh, everything. Yeah. Well, your your journals too, I think, uh-huh. right? Yeah, which is really like going. I mean, all that's crossing lines, but like you, you know, love reading people's journals. Whose journal was I? I don't reading? know. You've read people's journals before. I've read my mom's journal that she like left somewhere, but I don't think I've read anybody else's. Like I thought you said you read Savannah's at one point. I read her journal. I read some like weird shit that she threw in the garbage that she'd written oh, oh, that she didn't oh, want oh, me to oh, see. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Like, she wrote me like a yep. hate a hate letter. That's <laughs> right. Oh, like a teenage hate, like you make my life miserable letter or whatever. And she like had crumpled it up in the garbage, but like kind of in a way like you could see that it was like a letter that's like mom, <laughs> like comma. Oh no. So yeah. I pulled it out of the garbage and like read it and then but I think well, she that's was kind fair. of, like, yeah. wanting me to read the letter. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a, that's like I think the way yeah. she left it yeah. in the garbage. I mean, we, she knows that I read the letter. We talked about it or whatever. But um, okay. journal, I feel, is, like, crossing line. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, and that's and one like thing diaries that... diaries and things like that, you know? That's one thing that I've always um, told Sophie was that yeah. I, I will not ever read your journal. Yeah. That's yours. That's your thoughts. Your deepest, darkest weirdest thoughts you mm-hmm. can put in there if you are pissed off at me and you want to get your anger out and write it down do it yeah write it down get it all out that is yours and i will not ever read that and i have never and i won't ever yeah and i haven't i did not have that level of comfort in keeping a journal in that whole second marriage and it completely turned me off of journaling yeah. entirely I, like, can't do it anymore. I have, like, PTSD. Yeah. It's like somebody's going to read it. Right. They're not, though. The people I live with now, none of them would read it. <laughs> right, yeah. They would totally respect that. But I just, it's just a... Yeah. Um, a trigger. But why was I talking about him in the first place? Um, you're talking about, okay, Chelsea. husband number two. What were we talking about before that? Jeez. Um... <laughs> Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not gonna believe this. (gasps) What? You know how I normally struggle with 
The D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. I listened and I remember what I was going to say. Okay. So, um, what I was going to say was that, you know, one of the, one of the biggest things that drove me insane about my second husband was that he was just so obsessed with me. Yeah. He wanted to know where I was, what I was doing. He wanted me there next to him with him all the time. He, but his, the person that he dated after me apparently was like, loved that. He's like yeah. super into it. Mm-hmm. She loves that he, he checks in on her all the time and that he wants to, wants her there all the time next to him. He wants to know what she's doing. She loves it. It's like he's always, he's so interested in her and that is what she wants. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. There's a Jack that, for every Jill. Yes. That is a good matching. Don't try to force yourself to change, to be something to fit someone else's shitty mold that you don't want to fit. Yeah. Like you're going to have a bad relationship. Right. It's okay to leave a bad relationship and yeah. be like, well, we are not a good match. Yeah. I mean, it really just Bye. comes down to that. There are things, of course, that you can work on. Communication. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, stuff like that. Just meeting each other's needs. Like you said, like as you learn the other person's like love language or whatever, mm-hmm. like you, you know, do things to make them feel good. Ladies, compliment your man. Tell him he's handsome. They love that shit. It makes them feel so good. Tell, tell them they them, have a big dong. Tell them their dong is just <laughs> the most beautiful, shiny dong you've ever seen in your whole life. It makes them feel good. Just be nice to each other, you know? I don't know. There's somebody for everybody. There's a Jack for Jacks too, you know. And Jills. And Jills for Jills. And Jills for Jacks and Jills. And, and Jill. Jicks for Jacks. Jicks for Jowls and everybody has somebody. Some people have multiple. Some people somebody's. Have, yeah, big pals. Some people just like being alone. Mm-hmm. Which I totally get. Yeah, I liked being alone for as long as I was alone. For the most part. I mean, I was, like, dating people here and there, but it wasn't like I was, like, you know, like, I didn't feel like I still, like, could just easily um, get in your car and, like, drive away anytime I want to. Mm-hmm. With, like, nobody being like, what, where are you going? 
what's happening. I know, I know. Like, That's like oh, your God. big, your favorite thing. Yeah. The freedom. Yes. It's a thing that I like to do sometimes. I know. Which is fine that it's not always um, quite like understandable for another person that I'm spending time with in my life. <laughs> like not everybody always quite, I think, gets that I just do that. Or it's good for me to get in my car and drive yeah. away to maybe another town, mm-hmm. city. If I'm, you know, wanting to go to a different area of Washington, check it out because I've never been there and the other person's not interested in doing that, like, I'm just going to go. Right. It's going to go. Um, and I really enjoyed that when I was single. Um, yeah. Because it's just like, and not that I, I, not that I feel like I can't still do that. It's just that, like, it's, you still have to explain to somebody. Right. Like, because they, they worry that. about you. Uh-huh. You know? Which you want them to worry about you. But then you're so used to, like, not having somebody worrying about you <laughs> that it's just kind of, like, off-putting. That's honestly, like, <laughs> I knew with you moving in with Kenny, it would be, there would be, like, a transition period mm-hmm. because it's so hard to go from being totally single and living alone for so long where you don't have to worry about anybody else's shit. Nobody has to, nobody can make comment on how anything, (laughs) anything you do, how you live or where you're going or eating kimchi at one o'clock in the morning. Right. In the bed. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) for sunflower seeds. Um, yeah. But so it it was you know it is of course going to be different living with another human being and it takes time yeah. and there are there are compromises that need to be made sometimes you know when you live together oh yeah of course yeah but uh, I think I think like the major thing that's been really um, like the biggest challenge in living with somebody, and this is just talking living with anybody in general. I've actually had people say that maybe I should just never, maybe I'm the kind of person that should never live with people. Uh-huh. Um, because I don't, like, because I have these periods of time where I go into what I know as hell, what's called hell week for a lot of people that go dealing with PMDD problems. Yeah, you haven't really talked about BMDD uh, very God. much. Yeah, no, I've wanted to. I've wanted to, but it's also like, I don't know, it's almost easier to talk about it when it's happening because, like, it's it's like I'm not myself anymore. It's like I go, to, I become, like, this totally different version of myself that I don't care for. I feel like you don't want a podcast when you're... No, I don't want to do anything like it's been historically known that I like isolate during that period of time because I'm like my temper is really bad. Like I go into like weird like rage feelings for like no apparent reason. And then I like can be really just like snappy and that like Savannah and I used to kind of sync up and (sighs) she kind of has those symptoms too. Oh no! And so it was just like, but we kind of knew like that was a week we weren't going to really talk to each other Yeah, and just kind of stay out of each other's way because we were not going to communicate well. Mm -hmm. It's like in past like intimate relationships that I've been in with other people, like it's always when we fight. It's like always because I get 
crazy, like super, it's a lot better now that I'm on medication, Yeah, <laughs> but like really crazy paranoia. It's like, everybody hates me. Everybody's out to get me. People are talking about me. Like if I'm in a public place, I uh-huh. feel like people are conspiring against me. I feel like, like I'm that, that kind of paranoia. Yeah. And it's, um, it's like, everything is super intense. I'm emotional. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want anyone talk, talking to me. Like, I yeah. hate Kenny during that week. Right. And I'm on these other, you know, I'm on some, like, support groups for this. But a lot of it is just really, like, like um, definitely needing, like, there's, I guess, people I need to, like, vent about, you know, what they're going through or yeah. how they're feeling. And that those, like, does anybody else get, you know, have these symptoms or whatever, and it's kind of nice and reassuring that there's other people that deal with this yeah. because I've like, and I've tried to do natural means and like, Man. and I wish I could still see like my naturopath doctor, um, you know, that's also like an MD because she really had me like re- getting on like a regulated thing of like hormone therapy and all this other stuff. And so I was kind of doing things more naturally, but yeah. it's like, takes a lot more time and you have to get things like like certain supplements and stuff right. Um, and I have to make sure to take certain things like 10 days before. And like I have to be very mindful about – and it's hard. Yeah, because like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I, I would fu- – I, yeah. I fuck my med. My med's up and I only have like three to take. Yeah. I mean I day. take – I've like always been <laughs> taking my thyroid medication. But also like I have to wait – do that before like an hour before I eat anything. Stuff so like <sighs> – yeah. Everything have to schedule in weird ways, so I forget. I'm forgetful, but mm-hmm. but luckily I'm on um, some help right now, which is in the form of um, like an I guess it's an SNRI versus an SSRI because like I think SSRIs I don't aren't compatible with me. Like I have bad side effects typically on them. Like. Um, yeah, did you do one of those genetic test things? Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it like breaks so down cool. the medications that you're not that are like you're not that aren't compatible for you and all kinds of medications. Yeah, I did that to yeah. find the, the the anxiety medication for me because yeah. I went on so many that weren't working or weren't working any used to work for me and now they don't anymore at all and it's weird. I don't know what's changed in my like brain chemistry, but yeah. They did that test and all of the ones that we've tried before were on the not for me list. And yeah. then all the ones that we haven't tried before were on the you know, the other list and we took one from there and it the very first one we took I, it's been great. I've been Whoa. on it for years now and I feel wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like that, um, but I do have like some kind of like genetic defect where there's like some kind of a weird, um, which I guess it probably makes sense for like some of the issues that I have, but, um, where it's like, uh, I forget what kind of, I forget what the mutation is called, but it's just some kind of a strange genetic mutation that I think like I got from a combination of both like. My, my biological father and like biological mother, which is um, kind of almost funny because they weren't compatible people, and uh-huh. like they would have like some weird genetic um, defect that just yeah. does, like m- like doesn't go well or mix well with the other one. So like, yeah. Can um, I tell a funny yeah PMDD Megan story? Oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Hopefully it's so. Funny. 
<laughs> I think it was long enough to go to okay. uh, go to be okay. funny. Okay. But it might not be. So just tell me to delete this. Okay. No, you can do it. You okay. I'm 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 open open book. Because it it was probably six months ago, <sighs> something like that. Megan is messaging me, maybe calling me. I don't remember, but just so upset, so upset. Her and Kenny are going to break up. She doesn't know what she's going to do, where she's going to go, where she's going to live. Oh, I said, yeah. it's fine. You can come live in my office again. We've got a bed out there, whatever you need. Like, oh, what happened? Sorry. What's going on? So she starts explaining to me that they haven't spoken to each other in a few days. And they've been hanging out in separate rooms. And he's always doing his thing. And she... You know, she's doing her thing, and they're not spending any time together. And I was like, okay, well, why? And she's like, I don't know, but I think it's over, and I don't... <laughs> Did you, was there anything else? I don't know. Like, I feel like that was it. And I was like, Ugh. well, maybe, why don't you talk to him? <laughs> Uh, and you were, like, afraid to talk to him. And I was like, just ask him what's going on. Ask him if he's uh, avoiding you. He's probably not. I said, Megan, he's probably trying no. to stay. He, prob he probably thinks that you want your space. That's why a lot of people avoid you when they live with you. They think if you, like, close yourself in your room, you probably want <laughs> to be alone, you know? That's probably right. what he thinks. Yeah. And... But I also think I've, like, become, like, a terrifying person during that time. You might. You know, I But. Do. <laughs> That's what you, I'm telling you. I have to. This is why I have to be on medication because it's just getting worse, like, as I get older. Yeah. And it probably is just going to probably continue to until I go through, unfortunately. Um, Menopause. Well, like, that was, like, one of the, one of the, um. One of the doctors was um, options for me when I was explaining to her that like um, like horm like birth control therapy like does not work for me. Yeah. For um, well anything really, um, like oral contraceptives or whatever, because that's another form of treatment that they use. And then like I've been always really like reluctant about mental health meds, especially because then they'll tell me like take you know this two weeks prior to your you know like period but um that's also hard to remember and it seems kind of weird i'd rather just be on something like consistently yeah. than like doing like on and off you know no, yeah i always screw stuff like that up yeah and so and then or getting a hysterectomy but getting a hysterectomy is just like plunging you right into menopause and like i don't necessarily think that i'm quite ready to like go like full-blown into like menopause right now in my life um but there's all different ways like people treat it but for what i see it does cause people like some extreme, um, a lot of like suicidal ideation happens like during that time. Oh, no. And yeah, because it's like, it basically they've, they've, they're starting to do more research about it. But, um, I listened to this other podcast that talks about it and I wish I could remember, I'll have to remember later what that one was, but she was like describing how, um, that it's compared to like the same symptoms of like during that period of time. It's like the luteal phase where everything like, or also people like have histamine, histamine responses to like the progesterone, like, like, like you're allergic to your progesterone or something. And, uh, so you get all these like crazy, like a lot of people take antihistamines just during that time. 
Wow. But uh, but like that they were comparing it to something like like um, uh, clinical like depression, like um, like kind of like like I think they um, clinical depression, like generalized anxiety disorder, and then something else maybe they like it's often like misdiagnosed as bipolar disorder. Yeah, because you're so down. Yeah, it's like you or you go from like one extreme. Well, in my case, like I get really like, like it's just not like a good time to be, um, like, uh, <laughs> I'm just I really like to take and isolate myself away, like away from people. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean it's scary. Like it's scared me before because dude, I would so much rather have a hysterectomy than deal with that shit. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought about it, but there's something, I guess, until, like, I'm fully, like, know that I can never conceive another child ever again. Oh, I just, like, have, like, a, yeah. a weird, like, like, I don't really want to just, like, do that right now, you know? Yeah. But I also don't think that that's probably possible, and if it is, it's probably dangerous, but I'm just, like, you know, not. I'm not ready to, like, close right. up shop entirely in the event that, you know, some it miracle, potentially, yeah. miracle child happens. Gotcha. Um, I was going to tell you, cause you were talking about that Facebook group, mm-hmm. which I really, I'm not a huge Facebook fan, but I genuinely enjoy Facebook groups. Yeah. When you do it right, mm-hmm. then it kind of fills your feed with like really helpful Oh, yeah. Things. Or things that you can help people with, Mm -hmm. which I – makes me feel good, too, if I can help people with things. Yeah. Um, But I've got – you know, I've got photography groups. I've got, of course, our worst day of my life group, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. Um, But then I recently started joining joining groups for podcasters. Oh, Okay. But oh my god, we do not we do not fit in in any of these groups at really? all. Oh no. I was I was just in there for, you know, like a week or so and just seeing what people post about before I even bring us up at all because yeah. we have a very Unique. particular Yeah. Yeah. So they're all like um Offering their services to each other to guest on each other's podcasts and stuff, but it's all, they're all business and marketing professionals and, um, oh, wow. Yeah. IT professionals and people, they're like, you know, LinkedIn people. They're like, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and maybe I'm just in the wrong podcaster group. I think I just need to find a scummier one. <laughs> that's amazing no i did i was listening to um i don't know i'm sure it's been out for a while um have you ever listened to the crime junkie podcast yes yeah sure yeah. that's been out for a long while i love i like rachel flowers yeah i just i just started listening to it today but i um noticed how like polished it's like it's oh, yeah. like professional very, polished very profe- professional yeah yeah and i was like um use- and the commercials uh-huh. and stuff or the ads and I, and then i was just like well, like, we have a yeah. long way to go if we're ever going to sound, like, polished. But I guess we, I don't want to. No. Yeah. Because, see, I can – we have this – we have the equipment to sound really good if uh-huh. we wanted to. Yeah. But we'd have to wear headphones and speak into big microphones, which I feel is completely 
Yeah, taking away from our comfortable, um, comfortable comfort vibes. Yeah, where we just have where I can burp, I'm burping. Yeah, <laughs> and burp. it's acceptable. Long ribs. That's why I don't. I bet no one in that. In that podcasting group has anyone belching or taking bong ribs or <laughs> opening beer cans. I bet they have none of that on their podcast. There is this other podcast that I was listening to for a while. Um, oh, gosh. It's the one where it was like those epidemiologist ladies and they would talk about a certain like – they would talk like about smallpox or, you know, different – um, diseases oh, and things. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they would have like a cocktail theme. Podcast will kill you. Yes. This podcast will kill you. Yep. Yeah. I was really listening to that one for like, that was the one that I would listen a lot to back and forth from here to my old job. Um, where I had that like long commute. Yes. It was just like yuck. perfectly length. Like those episodes were, and I just love like listening and learning about weird like diseases and um, just, yeah, the epidemiology stuff, but, uh, why was I talking about that? That, oh, but I, I appreciated that they would like have like a cocktail, you know? Yeah. And they kind of like, do you want like, to start oh, having a cocktail? Well, I mean, I'm sitting over here, I guess, having, um, like, <laughs> what <laughs> my mango. version of the cocktail a is. A mango chilada? Uh, yeah. A mango and chili chilada. What's, does that mean it has clam juice in it? no what's the clam juice when you like um that's well i like the one it's like a traditional michelada with but they'll i like the getting the one that has um clamato um and it's fucking gross yeah well i love it and then um but this is like the modello the modello version of um this chilada how is it it's pretty good the one that's actually my all-time favorite of this is I found it in Tucson, and it was like pineapple chilada, mm. and so it's like it's like this chili spice to it, um, and then uh, yeah, but it was like pineapple and beer. Yum. Do you want to smell it? Yeah. Do you want to taste it? I don't want you to like um, hurt yourself. I feel like just looking at it is giving me I acid give you, reflux. I know that's that's what I'm afraid of too. That's why <laughs> yeah. I'm not quick to. No, I'm not. I'm not going to drink it. But you it. can smell it. <laughs> But yeah, I don't want to give you like, yeah. It smells really good. It is good. I was going to say, speaking of acid reflux, I, um, my surgery is coming up soon, um, in just a couple of weeks and, uh, I don't know. We might get ahead in episodes (laughs) where we're able to still produce an episode each Tuesday while I'm recovering. But don't count on it. And if it does happen, <laughs> don't count on it being quality. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think anyone expects quality from us anyway. But what I'm saying is that, like, I have this weird little this little collection I've been making of, like, shit that I've cut out of other episodes that I've been iffy about cutting. Oh, okay. You know, stuff that I cut out that I didn't, I didn't really necessarily want to cut out, but our episode was, like... Too long. Right, right. Or something. Mm-hmm. So I have this like collection of weird little things like that that won't, it won't go together and it won't really make sense. But, or I have little clips of like weird little behind the scenes mm-hmm. sort of conversations that we've had that have been funny. Oh, um, well, like a compilation of yeah. just short snippets. Well, a snip, a snip episode. 
Yeah. So there might be a snip episode in there. Um, we might, you know, take a, a hiatus for a week or whatever, but we'll we'll let everybody know just via Instagram and Facebook. That's kind of the only way we have to communicate with you. I'm sorry. Other than yeah, and I'm not even that great at any of these things. things. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. But don't. we'll try to keep you updated in the actual podcast as much as we can because I know a lot of you don't follow us anywhere. <laughs> and a lot of the people that follow us places, I feel like, don't listen. Hmm. I could be wrong. Either way, I don't care. Yeah. You don't have to listen. You don't have to follow us. But just know if there's a, a Tuesday and an episode doesn't come up i probably just died in surgery oh god oh my gosh jeez louise church she's not dying i'm not gonna die i'll be fine (laughs) oh my gosh but i i had to get (laughs) i had to book a hotel room for that time because we have to so seattle is about or where my where i'm having my surgery is about two hours away on a perfectly clear no traffic day right so usual you know almost three hours maybe away with traffic so it's a long ass drive so we're gonna spend the night there the night before the surgery of course because they don't even tell you what time you're having surgery until the night before oh yeah always yeah so we need to stay that monday night and then my surgery will be Tuesday. I'm going to stay in the hospital Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will come out of the hospital Wednesday and Thursday. I still have to stay in Seattle, according to my doctor, on those oh, days okay. so that I'm close, close by. by. If there's any complications, they can take me back and get me in. Yeah. So we've got... You know, a toddler, and I'm going to be recovering from a pretty intense stomach surgery. So Patrick thinks he can just take care of, you know, all of these things on his own, of course, which he might be able to, but my parents offered to come and help. Oh, wow. Which is amazing. Yeah. So... Then, though, we had to get a different hotel room. So I had to get, like, a hotel room in Seattle for four days that has, like, two bedrooms in it. Mm-hmm. Like, a big, huge hotel room. It's, like, 300-something dollars a night. And that was with our military discount. Damn. Um, and you share that with your parents? I don't know. They offered... They were yeah. like, oh, and we'll pay for half of it. But I'm like, why would I make them pay for half of it when they're coming specifically to help, like, take my daughter to go do stuff and so that my husband can take care of me? Well, you because know? they probably also don't want you stressing out about the financial aspects of things anyway. Like, they already know you're going, they're, you're having, like, a major surgery. Right. It's not like you're just, like, going to go lollygag to, you know around like have like a a vacation or something right while you're you know expecting them to be like a babysitter's you know for like you're going to a three-day like 
stoner concert <laughs> or something like that. And like, you know, yeah. can you guys, you know, stay here and take care of your baby, a babysitter? Then I would say like, then you wouldn't ask them to chip in, but that's a good idea. I'm just <laughs> do that next year. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying like they, if they want to help and it's already going to be stressful that you have to do this in the first place. And now you have this like financial burden of a hotel expense. That's kind of not really that yeah. cheap. Um, for that many days, you know, I mean, when we are people that, um, are not multimillionaire people, but so my brother had a good idea because our, you know, our, our tribe helps us with medical costs a lot. Yeah. Um, they, they're a secondary insurance Mm -hmm. for one. So, you know, my military insurance pays for everything first. Then my tribal insurance pays for everything second. Oh, okay. But he said I should ask them if that's something that they yeah. might help with. Oh, yeah. Because it's medically necessary. Like, my doctor told me I have to stay there a night mm-hmm. before, and I have to stay there for two days after. And you have to have family to take care of you, and you can't right. exactly just ditch your baby and, you know. Yeah. So they might be able to help me out with <sighs> well, that. So that would be cool. But if not, it's okay. It's yeah. I just want... It fixed. I just want to stop drowning in acid. Yeah. All of my days of that sounds my life. really miserable, and I'm oh, I can't even imagine chair bear. Because I just know, like when I had like the bad acid reflux when I was like pregnant, and I still can get it sometimes, but it's not like consistent and every day, and like you know, it's like a something that happens that I can just drink some Alka Seltzer and be fine from. But if that was like going on, I feel like that's all like the those kinds of things where you have that weird, like constant, like twitch in your eye and it's like mm-hmm. going over like a month and you're like, so I are like twitching and then you're like, is this going to be the rest of my life? Yeah. Having its eye and you eventually it stops or cause I think, I think they say like have add potassium or something, but yeah, like acid burning and eroding your esophagus yeah. and stuff and just like hanging out in there and you can just kind of like feel yeah. it. That sounds awful. It is. I'm sorry. It's terrible. I wish I could take that. I wish I could have been the person to take that away from you. Um, <laughs> it's your you personal acid, acid reflux surgeon. But Yeah, I, um, I'm i really excited to get it taken care of for sure. Um, the last time they scoped my esophagus, it looked like ground beef. Oh. And it's not supposed to look like that. It's supposed yeah. to look like a nice, smooth, like a muscle uh, type right. thing. Uh, I was going to see if you wanted to compare my esophagus pictures with your colonoscopy picture oh. sometime. Oh. See if we could put them on Instagram. See, we could make people guess. Is this an esophagus or a butthole? <laughs> esophagus or anus? <gasps> esophagus or anus? And you have to it guess. Like a dinosaur. Oh my gosh! Yeah, give me give me the copies of that. I'll make that happen. We'll play a fun game. Okay, I just can guarantee that yours sounds already like it was probably gonna look way worse than my. Yeah, because yours was nice and healthy this time, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it never it never looks great. <laughs> it never looks great, but it like it does not look like it did when yeah before when it had like. Which I don't have to get another colonoscopy. I think they said for like 10 years. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, because I think. But I this... thought you were the colonoscopy queen. Well, luckily, unless anything like unless they start getting some strange symptoms or like diverticulitis goes awry, um, I shouldn't have to have one. Like because they, because I was have they found the polyps at the one time, and then it was like every two years, and then. Then when they didn't find them, then it was like every five years. And so this last time was like, I think the fifth, like the fifth year. And then they were like, you don't have to come back for 10. But I think I'd had like eight colonoscopies oh at that point. God. So I feel like I definitely did paid my dues yeah. in the colonoscopy world. Um, so that was, that was happy. That was a happy moment. That's a lot. Yeah. Cause it's also annoying to have to have like people take you. And they have to sit there for the hours that yeah. it takes and wait for you and, like, promise to be your safe driver. And so it's an inconvenience. Remember like, when you asked Stephen <laughs> to do that for you as, like, your first, your first date? <laughs> You're like, well, you just, do you mind driving me? <laughs> Did he do it? I don't, I don't think so. Um, he probably would have done it. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, I... Uh, uh, I have to pee. Well, that um, aloe plant is looking really healthy over there. Yeah, it's because I have forgotten about it. And so all these plants have been forgotten. Oh, my gosh. They're doing great. Speaking of forgotten. Touch them. Yeah. No, I just, like, I keep buying plants. I, I remember, like, kind of, and I'm sorry, plant collectors um but i remember like thinking people were ridiculous with their plant obsessions yeah and i was like what the fuck is wrong with these plant people <laughs> like no, I get they're like it. always they can't even just go to the walk through the lows without no. like picking up succulent pieces mm-hmm. and like sticking them in their pockets mm-hmm. and now i'm totally that person yeah i did that I stole a succulent yeah. piece recently. <laughs> I felt like a total criminal. I keep criminal. finding them in my pockets, and I just <laughs> I, I steal them, and then I never do what you're supposed to do with them to get them yeah. to, like, re... I just forget about them, and then I find them all wrink- shriveled up in my pockets. Yeah. Well, I've decided that I'm going to make the backyard, because I figure we're probably going to be at the apartment for a while. Yeah. Kenny seems to think that we're only going to be there for, like, another year, but... I, I think that's might be a little bit of a stretch. Um, but I'm just getting, I'm just going to be comfortable where I am at the apartment. And I've kind of made everything that I like enjoy there. Um, things that I can like transfer out. Yeah. Um, and so I got these, excuse me, garden bags off Amazon. I didn't even know they existed. And I'm going to plant a bunch of, like, tomatoes, and that way I can, like, move them around the yard. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, because uh, I also want to grow melons, like these melons that Halita had given me. One of them, I saved the seeds, and, like, this is kind of, like, the prime time to plant them now. But I want to make the tiny backyard that's, like, strange, like, Garden of Eden that's just, like, covered in plants. You know Stanley's just going to eat everything that grows out well, of that garden. I'm... I'm hoping that I'll be able to keep an eye on him because really when he goes out there, I have to keep an eye on him anyway because he barks like a maniac. If he sees anybody walking by like or a truck driving by or like the garbage man coming, he starts doing like his crazy mm-hmm. barking. So I have to. Or children coming yes. off the school bus. So I can't really let him like when I let him out in the backyard, I have to monitor him anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't think he'll do it if I'm standing there watching him and he might try 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not really growing. I mean, I, he kind of likes tomatoes, I guess, but um, he's not because I think like too many of them will make them sick. I thought you weren't supposed to eat tomatoes. I'm not. Okay, don't grow tomatoes then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm growing some beans and okay. some peas and uh, some other things like some sweet peas. Um, I'm going to grow a bunch of shit back there, but I want it to be like vines and like vegetation everywhere. Hell yeah. Yeah. So you Do don't it. feel like you're in a tiny backyard of apartment. You feel, you feel like, like you're in a secret in a, garden. A jungle. A jungle. Yeah. I like something. secret garden better. Well, while you pee, I'll talk about... About my horrible garden. Okay. <laughs> it's really but stressing edible, me out. You do have edible stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, <laughs> last spring, we had a brand new baby, newborn. The spring before that, I was pregnant. And the summer, you know, sick. So sick. Oh, God, you were very sick. I was so sick. I could not fuck with the garden. Can you guys hear Megan peeing? It's really loud. It's it's pressurized. Yeah. I've been holding it for a long time. Why? I don't know. It's really easy to stop and pee. Anyway. um, What was I talking about? Oh, my garden. Yeah, so... It's been two years of neglect, two full years of neglect, where there's weeds now that are so tall, they look like some sort of like healthy crop, but they're, it's just weeds. And they're so big, and there's so many of them, you can't even start pulling them, because like, where, where are you going to put all of them? Where, where are you supposed to put all that stuff? In the garbage? Where am I supposed to put all my weeds? Oh, your weeds? I mean, a lot of people like a lot of people like burn them, but I don't know. There's like certain regulations on burning like things that are still green. Yeah, I don't know. But we have the solution now. Oh, you do? Yes. Um, we are borrowing a tractor. Yeah. We are pulling each one of those garden oh. boxes out from where they're at, um, off of the gravel, and they're going to go into that, like, side acre there. Yeah. And we're going to start completely over new soil, new everything in those boxes. And then in the gravel, Mm -hmm. we're going to set up our pool. (gasps) Sweet. Yes. Oh, that's the perfect spot for it. I know. Yeah, and the garden will be much happier elsewhere, too, because that's probably, like, just really, who knows? It's so weird. Needs to be refreshed. That's mm-hmm. soil. For sure. Yeah, it's old, gross, like clay yeah. garbage at the bottom. It's just hard and yeah. Yeah, it's and you time. Guys, yeah, could it's easily time. do like a compost thing too with all like chicken matter and yeah. So I'm really excited. We're finally going to get our pool set up. The pool that I bought the day that Sophie got into her accident. Yeah. So we did not use it last year. I'm going to use the fuck out of it this year. Yeah. I'm going to float all summer long. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. And I will be probably forcing my way over here (laughs) to go in the pool too. Yes. I'm so excited. Yeah. 
Okay, let's wrap this bitch up and go to sleep. Wrap it up. And we do have to record a little bit more tomorrow. Anyway. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. But it's okay. we have to do a new ad. Oh, gee, Willikers. We have a new ad. What is this one again? I think this one is Shop oh. Canna oh, Style. Oh, yes. ShopCannaStyle.com. And I will tell you, friends, they have the cutest shit. And our code is the worst day of my life. It's all caps. I don't know if that matters. And you get 10% off of your order. ShopCannaStyle.com. Hell yeah. So we'll record a silly ad tomorrow. So maybe just like last time when you spent the night here and then you suddenly woke up inspired. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. For the um, colon broom ad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That I don't think anyone (laughs) has used our code for. Oh, well. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm almost going to do it, too. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm also going to do it. That's why no one has used it. Because we haven't tried it. Oh, yeah. We have to be. They don't trust us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why would they? Durr. <laughs> they know we haven't used it. <coughs> They're not just going to do it. No. Let's colon bro- let's document our colon broom experience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have direct from the toilet. Yeah. Um, um I also have to tell you I've lost 19 pounds. I've seen that you lost 19 pounds and I wanted to tell you that I noticed you had lost 19 pounds, but I failed. It's okay. You don't have to tell me that. <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you because our original goal was 20. Yeah. And you guys killed it. Yeah. Kenny and I have not lost 20 pounds. Have you lost any? You um, look like you've lost some as well. I me. don't know. I don't feel like I look like a loss. I've lost weight. I have not weighed myself because I know that I was eating very, very poorly mm-hmm. over the past like I was like stress eating, yeah. comfort eating. I was yeah. like eating a lot of Kenny's famous tater tot casserole, <laughs> like just shoveling. And then also getting really stoned and getting like hardcore munchies at really bad times of the night. Yeah. And like pigging out an entire bag of a tortilla chip or mm-hmm. sunflower. I've been having – I stopped eating so many sunflower seeds because I realized I was like – Retaining insane amounts of water. Yeah, it's sodium. <laughs> I know. A I know. Lot of sodium. I know. You love sodium, and you think that you don't eat that much of it, but I, think I know. You do. I think I do too. But I'm trying to be more mindful about it because, yeah, it was brought up to me recently by my doctor, um, who told me that yes, uh, I need to decrease my salt intake, sodium intake, and lose some weight well they always I wish tell you that i had some advice for you <laughs> but literally all we did mm-hmm. to lose he's lost 20 yeah i've lost 19 yeah he stopped drinking beer mm-hmm. and i stopped breastfeeding that's it <laughs> That's the only things we changed in our whole life. <laughs> yeah. No, we are we are walking more. Yeah. I feel like, but that's just kind of comes with the weather. I think every spring, mm-hmm. um, anytime the sun comes out, I think we all kind of come out of our, you know, hibernation mode. Yeah. And yeah. start walking and trying to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think I definitely eat less during the summer because I'm just doing shit. Yeah, and not so thinking hard. about food. In Washington in the winter, mm-hmm. you just sit inside and watch movies and eat 
shit. Like, what else are you going to do? Right. I even ate, like, a whole jar of kimchi, like, in one sitting. And I, like, and I know it's kimchi, but I was also just like, God, what is wrong with you? Like, you eat an entire jar of kimchi in one sitting. You're... It felt good, though, into my body because it was was probiotics. It did. It really... It did. It does. shitting it out felt fine? No, I wasn't... No, I wasn't shitting it. I wasn't shitting the... Like, it's actually one of the few things that don't actually make me, like, have uh, my explosive diarrhea problem. She wonders why she has diarrhea all the time. No, I think it's... I do think it's highly linked to, um, like... As much as I hate admitting this out loud with my mouth, um, like alcohol consumption, mm-hmm. because it's like, uh, f- like an uh, inflammatory thing, and a lot of the people that are on my other little support groups mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm on cannot tolerate it whatsoever, and it makes them like really sick. And people ask all the time; they'll be like, "Is there anything that on um, doesn't make?" You guys, like, any alcoholic beverages that don't make you sick, and people are always trying to be, like, um, like, Tito's and, mm. like, uh, like, um, Beer, vodka. yeah, and then, like, soda water or something, and, like, a, mm-hmm. a lime and only drink one, and that's it. Yeah. Or, like, a very pure, like, Boring, agave yeah. Um, tequila. Yeah. Like, have a shot, but that's it, you yeah. know? Like, they're not, they're, it's not, like... Oh, have like twenty shots of tequila, <laughs> like oh, yeah. you know, like when you get into party mode, it's like I'm just gonna have one, and that's just really hard for me to wrap my brain around. So it is something I've been trying to like decrease, especially Kenny and I had um, the other day. We were like, we are just not gonna have alcoholic in the house to our, you know, um, easy easy grabbing. Right, like yeah. if we go have a drink, then like we have to go somewhere, and we obviously can't stay and get like wasted you know like yeah. uh you'll have like a drink with like dinner or you know at the movie theater yeah or somewhere where you can't just sit and just like drink the night away and then get yeah. drunk because that seems to be when i find myself at late hours of the night in clown town yes usa that is how <sighs> and then my stomach is to not happy about it all right well um I have no idea what we talked about or if any of this is even going to be usable. We'll see. (laughs) You never know. I only have one day to edit this, so it, whatever it is, it's going to be whatever it is. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. And if you, if you feel like you, um, need to show me how to edit and I really like to do that and yeah. you're really afraid of my editing abilities. No, I'm not afraid of your editing abilities. It's um, just a pain you, in the ass. Yeah, but I um I can make time to do that. That was the other thing in that podcast group. Somebody was like, um they were like adding up all the things that they pay for for their podcast. So they were like, um, you know, the microphones and the recording equipment this much money, like, um, website hosting this much money, this program, this much, this program, this much, this recording program, this editing program, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were like, do you guys pay for all this stuff? Like how, how do you make it? How do I make it, you know, not cost so much or whatever. So I commented on there. I was like, well, um, 
Anchor is a free way to record and edit and distribute the podcast, so you're not paying for, like, different ways to do that. I got bombed. I got, everybody's like, um, I don't think we're going to be using Anchor to audit our podcast, thanks. Like, I don't think somebody that has that kind of equipment is going to be using Anchor. It's like, oh, excuse me. Like, sorry, I edit with my fingers on my (laughs) phone excuse me so i'm in the wrong podcast group obviously they are way too cool for me jerks i know whatever anyway um if you happen to listen we just we love you we appreciate you is things are gonna get weird for just a couple weeks here maybe we'll see i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know how i'm gonna feel i might feel great i might yeah. be like down to pound <laughs> podcast time yeah we'll see but i might feel like shit yeah we'll that's see. okay too yeah either way i'm gonna feel how i feel and we're gonna do yeah, what we do is, yeah. but we still have let me see we still have a while Real quick, I know you and I are not planners, mm-hmm. but I would love to plan a little bit ahead when we're going to record or when we're going to record here next time uh-huh. because we have a special guest that wants to come and record with us, uh-huh. but I need to give them a little bit of notice. Oh, heads up. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. usually <coughs> we're me. like, oh, we're recording tomorrow. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, I've got diarrhea. We're recording <laughs> the next day. Wait, no. Yeah. So, but this guest had an incredible, incredible allergic reaction. One for the fucking ages. They had an allergic reaction so bad, it is used in, like, teaching now. Oh, wow. pictures of her allergic reaction are used in teaching medical students and things like that because it was so bad. Whoa. So we're going to talk to her and talk about her allergic reaction maybe next time, maybe another time. Damn. Yeah. I know. I'm the worst. But uh, we will keep you guys up to date and just remember that it could always Always be worse. And shit. And like, hopefully we'll see you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye-bye.